I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Alexis Andre Jr., how you doing, mate? I'm good, and you? You've got a massive, massive social media presence. Where they were like, oh, he's just focusing on TikTok while, while I was working hard every single day. I was the last one in the gym every day. What about the penalty then? You yeah. remember? Yeah, I remember the penalty. <laughs> you made the goal like a six-yard goal and a yeah. two-yard goal. So you was trying to mentally try and put Mullen yeah, off. Went to Germany for like a year. Yeah. And then I signed for Nike. But Nike was as well up and down. When I first met you, it was at that TST tournament and you were playing for oh, yeah. Hashtag. I had another TV show contacted me. I was like, why would I not do it this time? Because I have no club. So I was like, okay, I did it for like a month. And then when I came back, too late everybody have a fucking goalkeeper yeah so obviously i told them yeah i'm gonna do play for you because you need a goalkeeper but then afterwards because i'm not gonna stay full time yeah. so i'm a professional football player content creator and model in which order it's exactly this one what a save from mark howard i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Yours Mine Away podcast with me, Mark Howard. Today I'm delighted to say I've got a, a very interesting guest that's full of character. A lot of people might know you, you're slightly more from your social media presence yeah. than your goalkeeping, but 
a lot of people in football might think that his social media is a detriment to his goalkeeping. I'm here to prove that that's not the case. I'd love, lovely to welcome Alexis Andre Jr. How you doing, mate? I'm good, and you? Yeah, good. Very well, thank you. Thank you for coming on. No worries. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, it's all right. Like I said, you're currently at Woking. Uh, yeah. You are a goalkeeper. Yeah, you've been a goalkeeper. You've played at uh, Bristol Rovers. You've had a lot of loan moves and stuff. Yeah. And you've got a massive, massive social media presence that... Behind the scenes, you were just telling me how much work you put in. Yeah. It, has it been hard to juggle sometimes? Uh, no, because literally it's like a 15 second video. So people think it's hard, but it's actually the most easiest thing to do ever. Yeah. Uh, but your following, uh, let's let's go through your following. So TikTok, you're 4.5 million? Yeah, 4.5, 4.6. Yeah. Who's counting just, after that? Yeah, something like, like that. Uh, even on Instagram now, you're 640,000. That doesn't happen overnight. That takes a yeah. lot of hours behind the scenes, making sure that you're getting the algorithms right and you're yeah. hitting the, the right target markets and you're putting a lot of editing work in. Yeah. You just sat in the chair. I was just editing. literally doing an editing from my last game, but um, I enjoy doing it. So maybe that's why the view are here and the following are here as well too. Yeah, right. Let's uh, talk a little bit about goalkeeping, right? So you've just joined Woking. Yeah. You've just signed a from being out of contracts, yeah. you were just telling me you actually do your own contracts, you phone the manager yourself, so you, you create a lot of your own opportunities. Yeah, so um, I downloaded the application LinkedIn. LinkedIn? LinkedIn. And then I was just texting everyone that I that I could. I was trying to connect with the most people as I could. And obviously I texted the goalkeeper coach, Marlon, um, and he saw my message. But obviously I think they had already goalkeepers. So obviously the day that they didn't have one goalkeeper, he contacted me back saying, you can come on trial. And then I did my trial and I managed to sign a no contract with them for like a two month. And um, obviously when you're training every day, you obviously like improving a lot. And I managed to sign a new contract for a full-time long-term long, long contract yep. until the end of the season and one year option. And then I made my debut the same week. Yep. So I think like it's luck, but obviously I, pro I provoke my luck, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Like you're saying, it is a little bit of luck, but yeah. you're creating opportunities for yes. yourself. You're putting yourself out there, yeah. which is is fully uh, um, commendable that you, you you will take risks yeah. if you think it will benefit you and your, your career. Exactly, yeah. So obviously now you've signed for Woking. Well, I want to go back to last year because we've got a little bit of history. Yeah, uh, obviously we played against each other a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you made a, at the Wrexham game at, <clears throat> at the race course, you made some really good saves. I made like seven, eight saves during the game. Yeah, you made some good saves in that really, game. But then the one save that I didn't was the one that maybe I could save it and yeah. we lost to that. So yeah. the, good, the coach, like, obviously tell me that that was my fault and obviously I didn't play afterwards because of this, even yeah. though I made seven saves. Yep. That, that's the life of being a goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, you only get remembered for your mistakes yeah, and exactly. your saves. Like, like I said, Crazy. I think you made one really good save at the the high at the near yeah. post from uh, Jordan Davis. Yeah. And obviously you made a couple of saves from your legs. What about the penalty then? You yeah. remember? Yeah, I remember the penalty <laughs> as well. Yeah. That's a good story to be fair because before the game, obviously as a goalkeeper, you're watching highlights and Molin hasn't missed one penalty in I don't know how many times. Yep. So I was like, I have to put something to put him off. And I remember one video I watched it when I was young was um, Ronaldinho versus Landro. Yeah. I don't know if you remember yeah, this yeah. action. And Landro, uh, Ronaldinho hadn't, didn't miss one pen the whole season. And he did the same. He went to the right before the penalty came yeah. in. And then he flicked to the left and went back right and he saved it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to do this if the penalty come. And the penalty came. 
and obviously strike. So obviously, uh, for the the audience that don't know, haven't seen it, you actually, uh, Alexis, you, you stood on one side. Yeah. To, uh, so you, you made the goal like a six yard goal and a yeah. two yard goal. So you was trying to mentally try and put Mullen off. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously as the penalty ha as he runs up yeah, you, you bounce left. back to the middle and then, come and then you right. then decide which one you want to dive yeah. and there's been loads of goalkeepers over the years try this and sometimes it, it works to, it, to great effect I, yeah. uh, I, I asked Moles after if this put him off and he said uh, he said it didn't he goes because he I was going to smash it no matter what oh. and he said so he, he missed one last weekend and he smashed it and hit the crossbar oh, okay, fine enough. so he, this is his technique mm. but sometimes like it any advantage as a goalkeeper, especially for penalties that yeah. you you can get, it definitely helps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this video blew up worldwide. I didn't even have to post it. Yeah. People were all posting it. Yeah. That's you creating your own uh, <laughs> little yeah. editing I didn't even, everywhere else. I didn't even post it. Yeah. And then I saw like everybody was reposting. I was like, okay, I'm going to post it now yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. uh, and obviously we played against you. Uh, <clears throat> I was away. You was at home last yeah. year. Uh, I, I only remember obviously the, the last minute of that game we yeah. drew 2 2. I made a mistake yeah. and I misread a through ball. Uh, yeah. All I remember after that game is just wanting the ground to swallow me up. Oh, yeah, that was tough for you. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, it, that's these fun. things happen. That's, that's goalkeeping. Football, yeah. uh, it's how you move on from that. Like, uh, do, do a draw against Maidenhead for West Ham. Oh, Rick Sam, obviously, it's not the best. No. Nah. So, yeah. No, nah, that, that, that is exactly what it is. Uh, right, I, I want to talk a little bit with you about uh, presence of social media yeah. uh, and how that was, uh, how, how footballers and fans treat you. Okay. Uh, so obviously in a dressing room, yeah. uh, you said before when you was uh, back at Bristol, uh, people would look at you funny and like would treat you so, differently because you... So I was in Bristol for four years, so I didn't have TikTok before at the start. So obviously they know my level. So my teammates like were enjoying my video they didn't really care about it but let's say higher level so let's say the coaches or like the chief management or whatever i know that for them it was not the right thing like they were thinking maybe i was not so same for the fans because i was not playing at the time as well yep. so they were like oh he's just focusing on tiktok while i was working hard every single day i was the last one in the gym every day etc etc so and at the time nobody really understand what was tiktok they was thinking that that was childish and everything even Bristol Rovers didn't have TikTok. And then when I left, two years afterwards, they had TikTok. Everybody have TikTok now and some, it's something normal. So now, right now, the time, everybody respect it. They know the ground. They know how much money you can make from it. So there is not really any issue with my teammates no more. Yeah. But let's say that the fans, when they see me away, most of the time they're like, oh, TikTok guy, TikTok guy, to try to like come in my head. But at the end of the game, they ask me for pictures. So yeah, it's yeah. Like, it comes back around. Yeah. They're the real fans anyway. Exactly. Yeah. As long as it's no, like, even like myself, as long as I do this podcast, uh, I've got two kids, as long as things don't distract you on the pitch, yeah. why can't we all express ourselves in different exactly. ways? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the way it should be. Uh, obviously, if doing TikToks and trying to boost your career, whether it's for life after football, exactly, yeah. people shouldn't question you for that. Yeah. Especially if you're you're giving your best on a on a match day. Exactly. That's yeah. all that's the most important. All right, uh, let's do some quick fire questions. Okay, good. Summer goalkeeping stuff. Right, so catch or parry? Catch. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. You love a parry, man. I you're a camera safe person. <laughs> I don't mean it, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Favourite goalkeeper kit colour? Uh, pink. I, pink. I like crazy. Yeah, you like crazy <laughs> stuff, yeah. Extra. Uh, play out from the back or kick it long? Uh, I like play out from the back, but obviously in my level, it's just kick, kick it, it long. Kick it long, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kick it as far away from the goal yeah. as possible. Uh, who's your favourite ever goalkeeper? Ever was 
Barthes at the time. Yes. And then when and then I went for um, Van der Sar yes. and De Gea. Yeah. And now it's right now is Courtois now. Yeah. So saving wise, one of them is who's the best goalkeeper in the world right now. Yeah, Courtois. 100%. Saving wise, pff, nobody's better than him. Yeah. Shot stopping is unbelievable. unbelievable isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, long sleeve shirt or short sleeve shirt? Uh, long sleeve. Yeah. 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 Proper goalkeeper kit. Yeah. Uh, how tall are you? Six three. Yeah. Six three. Six four. Yeah. I'm just yeah. making it up, man. Right? Six three. Six four. Uh, yeah. Yeah, do you like uh, head tennis or two touch? Um, head tennis, yeah. Yeah, head tennis is good. I always it? lose two touch. I don't know why. Yeah, I oh, I'd love to play against you. <laughs> I'm the one of the best yeah, two idea. touch players ever. <laughs> right, and then uh, last last minute of a game, you can save a penalty mm-hmm. to win a game. Yeah, or you go up for a corner and you score a goal. No, I think saving a pen because that could actually come often, and scoring a goal is like one time ever. You know. Yeah. So now saving a pen, I think it's the best feeling. Yeah. Okay. No worries. Yeah. I don't. I feel I want to score a goal. Man. Yeah. I'm I know, to but that's, like, goal, man. that's to be fair. Last game, so Saturday, we were losing, and um, I wanted to go in, and the coach said no, and then we had a corner. Literally, it was after this, it was over, and I wanted to come in again, and they said no. So I was like, all the fans, they were not very happy about it, but sometimes they don't want uh, looking bad afterwards if we can see the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're like, let's be safe. Yeah. Right, okay. Let's uh, go back a, a long time to how you got into goalkeeping. Yeah. Uh, what's your earliest memory of being a goalkeeper? My first day, literally when I was seven. So when you when we talk about creating your own opportunity, my dad is the same. So maybe that's why I got this mentality. We just went to a football ground. So the name is Strasbourg, Racing Club de Strasbourg. Yeah. So that's where I'm from. Yeah. And we just walk in and he asked it, um, uh, when is my age training? And they were like, okay, they're training at this this time, so we came back later on. And then the coaches, they didn't have any keepers. And then he said, okay, you can go. And I had my kit on and my gloves there. And then, and then from that, I signed for them. And then that's how I started playing football. So yeah. it's literally just to make your own opportunity. Yeah, because you you was born in France, obviously. Yeah, uh, France, yeah. And uh, yeah. So I played for my city. Yeah, yeah. Well, that must have been incredible that you never played for a team then, but yeah. went on a trial First from just opportunity. Pro club, yeah. Uh, and ended up signing for them. Straight away, how long yeah. did you stay with them for? Oh, so six, seven years. So they basically teach me how to play football. Yeah. Um, and, and you was always a goalkeeper. You never thought yeah, about never. being... So I was playing... In France, we are knowing to learn how to play football in the street. Yep. So I was playing in football in the street. I was no goalkeeper. I was playing with my feet. So yes. that's why now I'm very comfortable with my feet. Yep. And um, so, yeah, I was enjoying playing outfield outside the football ground. And then when I was playing football as a professional or like in a professional team, I was just goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, and then, so you came through uh, the sixth tier academy, didn't you? At uh, You're going to pronounce this better than me. Shiltingham? Shiltingham. What's the... Shiltingham. That, yeah. Uh, I can't oh, say sorry. That yeah. So Shitigam. Yeah, I had an opportunity basically through the street football. So one coaches in a street football saw me playing um, actually in goal one time, and he was like, "Come to my club in Shitigam for a trial for the first, um, the best league in France in my age." Yeah. And then I signed for them. I was on the bench, and then at the end of the year, I played like five, ten games as a starter. And, for the um, first team there? No, for the, the best league in my age okay, as yeah. a 17. Yeah. So you play against the best professional team in around your area. Yeah. And then from that, I signed for the first team as a number three. Oh, yeah. And then I get my opportunity to be on the bench for the first team. And then I play with the second team. But they were playing like 
men's football, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was a good opportunity for me. But I was so hungry, I wanted to sign professional or whatever, a professional team. I went on trial some, somewhere, and they, they, when they found out, they were like, okay, you're gonna go back with the under 19. Right, okay, I yeah. was like, there is no way you're gonna bring someone who is like two years older, younger than me to take my place and me, I go down. So I left, went to Germany for like a year, Yeah. play with the under 19, then sign for the first team. And then and I- That was at Keller? Kel, yeah, Kel yeah. RFV, yeah. yeah. And then I signed for Nike, but Nike was as well up and down. Yep. So obviously, the can you explain what the Nike Academy was? Obviously, yeah. okay. uh, Nike put together their own academy for yeah. kind of released players from all around Europe, really, it's, wasn't it? It was not released. It was from any player that haven't signed any contract. That was it, yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, that hadn't found a club yet. Yeah, professional clubs. And, and where was this based? So that was in St. George's Park. Yeah. So in the... Um, in the football uh, international uh, national team, Park, yeah, yeah, St George's yeah. Park. So basically, they had like hundred thousand players around the world who was doing the trial. Yes. And then when they were making to their own country, they were coming to the final, the world final in in England. Yep. So obviously, I did the first one in France. I made it to the final in France, and then in France, in the final, they were like, okay, we're not taking goalkeepers, so we take only four outfield players. But then I was on the list in case if. Someone is needed a goalkeeper. Yeah. So two weeks after they called me, they said, okay, you're going to the world final because we need a keeper. Then I went to the final. I was amazing in training for two days. And then during the games, maybe I was a bit stressed. So I didn't get selected. So from 50 players, they selected only 10 players, two goalkeepers. And I was not in the two. No way. And yeah. then for me, everything went, my head was like so, so bad because that was my only chance to yeah. sign professional. I went back in Germany for a year and then they called me back. And they say, yeah, we took a goalkeeper. He was not good enough. And then obviously every six months they do a new final. Yep. So some keepers came in, they were not in my level. So they come me and saying, yeah, we remember you. Are you still playing football? Would you like to come one year after? So I came back there. I was number three. And then in the last two months again, I managed to be number one. And yep. then I played so many games, went on trial to Bristol Rovers. Yeah. Signed. So it's literally many bad luck combining with good luck. Yeah. But so when you signed for the Nike Academy, yeah. did you move over to England then? So yeah, they literally pay everything. They they were using £5,000 for one player each month. Yeah. And we were like 20 or something. So they would f uh, put you uh, in, in a hotel. In the hotel. hotel. We were all They'd together in the hotel. Food, but you'd train every like day. a professional. Yeah. And you play against the best team in the world, like Arsenal, yeah. Barcelona. You, you travel. different academies. Yeah, yeah, around. yeah. And at the time, I wasn't even thinking about who I was playing against. I was just thinking that my team is the best and just living the moment. And I think every single player who were in, who was in Nike Academy had the best experience in their life. And right now, some players are playing in Prem or Championship and they still think that Nike Academy was the best time in their life because it was just something that you cannot recreate, you know what I mean? So yeah, was it too enjoyable though that you forgot to try and look for a club while you were there? No, no, or no, no. Was, was Nike trying to push you into clubs? Oh yeah, that was the main focus for ev everyone here was just focusing on signing professional. So that was our main focus. We was wondering and literally every single day when you walk in the pitch, I was like, wow, this is just amazing. But then I was just focusing on signing, signing, signing. Everybody else was the same. Yeah. So, so then you got your opportunity to go on trial to Bristol. So actually I went to Bury once right, before okay. they, they went. Uh, Bust. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't enjoy it there. And then I went to Leeds actually because I had a very good game. And they had a pick, pick a foul. What is his name? No, pick a foul. 
Peacock Farrell. Yeah. Yeah, big Northern Ireland goalkeeper. Yeah, so he literally just cool, signed man. a new contract for them. Like he was a future big, yes. big star for them. So I, I, I stayed there for two days. Then I went back. Um, and then my last one was Bristol Rivers. And then I signed, yeah, for, yeah I was there for a week. See, uh, going on trial, it's hard. Yeah. Like, it's difficult because of the, the, like you said, the pressure before of the Nike one. Uh, when you went to Leeds and when you went to Bristol, did you think like this could be my last opportunity or was you always positive uh, um, thinking ah, oh, something will come, something will come? Yeah, uh, Bristol, I think I was thinking that that was my last opportunity. So I literally gave everything because it was uh, in the summer. Yep. But then Leeds um, and Bury was during Nike Academy. So it's so like... you knew you could go back to yeah, the Nike Academy. Yeah. But um, literally everything changed for me in Nike when I played... Um, um, <clears throat> I don't know if you saw the video. It was um, a street football game versus Rashford, Aubameyang. Uh, it, you don't remember? No, no. It was called, um, I forget the name. But anyway, it was like an event for Nike and all the big sponsor uh, players from Nike were there. Evan Courtois was there. Yeah. And they were taking strike from, from like a penalty area. Yeah. And then I was literally gambling everything. I was reading how they were striking and I saved everything. And then from that on, the coaches were like, oh, he's actually good. Yeah. We should play him. And then no that's, way, that yeah. created your opportunity just from an advert. Yeah, so that's how that's how I start to play because yeah. before that I was not even playing because you have two other goalkeepers and they want to sign. So they are like pushing them and they are British as well. They are oh, pushing right, them right. to sign. They were going on trial but never signing, you know. So I was always behind it, but yeah. That's how it was. That, that felt like that was your moment. Yeah. Uh, so even when you went to Bristol then. Okay. Uh, obviously being uh, at the Nike Academy and everything you're saying is nice the hotel's lovely food's good your yeah. training ground's good to then go to, to Bristol and yeah. things wouldn't have been as easy or as nice was that also a test of your character? I mean Bristol it was pretty professional but it was not where it is now to be fair so yeah but um, when you come to first team game and you realise that wow there's 10,000 people there like everything changed yeah. you know so you're just focusing no, maybe not in training, but you're focusing for the Saturday because you know that every single game counts. Yep. So, yeah, it, that's it. Yeah. Uh, even uh, when you signed professional at Bristol then, yeah. that must have been a huge uh, achievement for you yeah. and for your dad as well. Yeah. Like you said, you create a lot of your own opportunities. So yeah, that, that moment must have been quite big for you. Yeah, that was my dream. Childhood dream, you know, just to being paid to be a footballer. Everybody was like, oh, it's gonna, you're not going to make it or whatsoever, you know. Yeah. But then, obviously, I, I did it. So I was like, now I want to keep going. And then I made my debut one month afterwards. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But then, obviously, when you are a young goalkeeper, 19, 20, they, they didn't really trust me, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you play one game, you get out That's again. what I'm saying. Yeah. And if, even even though I was fit, full of confidence, everybody believed in me, like my teammates. But the coaches didn't believe. So they bring back the goalkeeper who was injured to play, literally. And, obviously, he didn't perform well. You cannot not train for like one month and a half and then perform Come in, the, back in, yeah. in the league one game. But then after that, did you do you feel like you earned a lot more respect off of them or was it more about you needed to go and get some games now? Yeah, and it was just that. You, yeah. They sent you out on loan a few times. Yeah, but um, that was not some good loan enough. They didn't, like they were just keeping me as a number three, training every day, but they didn't push me to go on loan. Like yeah. I would have loved to go on loan in National League, prove myself. That's what they did with some players, to be fair. Yeah. And they did amazing. And then they obviously came back and start straight away for the for Bristol Rivers. Because yep. when you prove in le National League, that means that you could possibly yeah, you can, you can be good enough push to push on yeah, yeah. the league. Yeah. So do you feel like in that four years that you was at Bristol then, yeah. that you, you could have 
developed more if given the right loan. opportunities or yeah. the right loan moves. Yeah, because they, they you had a lot of uh, loan moves to lower lower leagues. Yeah, but in the last two maybe two years, I didn't really go on loan. I was yeah. just chilling and training every day, pushing. But yeah, no <laughs> like, What third choice goalkeeper? Yeah, yeah. So when you are third choice, is the worst position because <laughs> I want when, to talk about this. Yeah, because when there is a cup game, you're going to be on the bench. The number two is going to play. So when are you going to play? Yeah, there's Never. No, not many opportunities to play. And you get used in training for every shooting drill. Yeah. Because uh, they can't risk the number one getting injured. Yeah. Uh, and the number two can only do so much training mm -hmm. and the manager will say, enough, finish. But to be fair, I enjoy uh, do the finishing because I enjoy saving balls. Yeah. But... Um, they yeah, just never had any chance to play, to be fair. But then the only time I had a chance is when Joey Barton came in because he's young. He's un he understands that even young player could be good enough. Yeah. So he gives a chance to everyone. And if he was here early, early enough, I would have had the chance More to play. Yeah. For sure. But then all the gaffer before, they were very old school. If the number one not good enough, number two not good enough, we take someone on loan. Yeah. Number three... We're not even looking at him. We're not even saying hi to him or yeah, whatever, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so while you was at Bristol anyway, you, you then started like your, your social media journey. Yeah, because my teammates told me too. Right. I, I, didn't, I didn't even know what was TikTok. I thought that was for childish people, like yeah. kids watching TikToks. And then they were like, you should do TikTok. Like you got a good personality and your look is good too. Yeah. You should try it. <clears throat> so I just watched the application for a week to understand how, how it worked. And then I saw a trend and I was like, okay, um, I have so, a video on my Snapchat that could match the trend and I did it and then did 100,000 views for my first video. So I was like, okay, I'm going to keep doing it. And then the lockdown started. So you remember the first yeah, lockdown in 2020? Course, yeah, yeah. You had a lot of time to... Yeah, in March. And then I was playing video game every day, but then I started to be bored of playing video games. So I started to post like 10 to 15 videos a day. So I start my day, I work out and then post video in the morning, eat, work out, post video in the afternoon and in the night. And my only goal was to blow it up every single day. Yeah. And then I gained from in three months for 500,000 followers. But you don't really understand why it is yeah. until you came out. So I came outside because the lockdown was over. And then people was asking me for a picture. It's like life changing, you know, you don't, yeah. it's just crazy. So even that then, that's a s strange in itself that you were for Bristol uh, Rovers number three. Yeah. Not really getting many opportunities, not really getting any loan moves. Yeah. But then lockdown happens. Uh, and you, you start your own social media, like, and and then you blow up overnight almost. Let's see. But it, I say overnight, but like lockdown was three, four months. Yeah. Uh, so you had a lot of time to to work on uh, social media stuff yeah. and put different stuff to, and follow all the trends. Yeah. Like you were saying to me off air that you you researched how to edit yourself and you started editing. Yeah. And you do all of this. You you I manage do to do all of this on yeah. your phone. Yeah, just on my iPhone. Literally, I do all everything myself. But uh, because I enjoy to doing it, to be fair. Yeah. So I think that's why I managed to get followers and views. Yeah. Did you find that when you went back to, w did you go back to Bristol yeah. after COVID? Yeah. Did they then treat you differently? Um. Uh, definitely, maybe not. 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 My, not my teammates. No. And I think this year, I was one of my. Now I was the best in my year in Bristol Rovers ever because I was working out as well every single day. As I said, so I came back physically, I was unbelievable. I was jumping higher than everyone. And in training, I was good, feeling good. But obviously, there is two goalkeepers before you. Yeah. So there is no much you can do. Yeah. And um, I, maybe at the time I made a mistake is that I didn't post any of my training content on my TikTok. And I had a lot of cloud at the time. Yeah. So obviously, all the fans in Bristol, they were like, oh, 
he's just a TikTok guy now. Right, okay, yeah. But then I was doing some unbelievable save in training that I saved it on my video, but I've never posted it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like... It's hard to find that that right balance yeah. of what, what people deem as professional footballer and yeah. what also people will accept in the social media realm. Exactly. So to try and find that balance, obviously it's a lot more accepting now. Uh, obviously one of my former team, like Ben Foster, he created uh, the GoPro and the Gold exactly. and it made it more acceptable. He yeah. had his own podcast, even like now I've got a podcast. You know, like there's people out there that are doing a lot more content, a lot more social media, a lot more YouTube challenges that have made it more acceptable from the top level. Yeah, but it's different because Foster, he's like, he was searching something. He made it in football wise. Yeah. I'm like 21, 22. Well, that's what I mean. And that, but that's what I mean about the, the fan representation yes. of it. Is yeah. that it's acceptable for someone in the Premier League yeah. to do it, but it's not acceptable for someone that's not playing exactly. at Bristol Rovers. Exactly. So there's, it's hard because you'll get criticism at that level, but not at that level. Uh, was that something that you would take on board or is it something that you was like, no, I still want to do this. This is what I want to do. I know I've got goals and how to achieve it. Yeah. I mean, right now I'm not looking about what to find thinkings, but at the time I was, so I was trying to take as a consideration, you know what I mean? But then obviously I just did my best. The only thing I regret is not posting my football content. Yeah. Because maybe that the fans would have seen that obviously actually he's good. He's working hard yeah. in training. Because when they don't see that, they just see me looking good on camera on TikTok. They, they obviously gonna have some judgment and not really understand that no, he's actually good and working hard a lot, you know. Yeah. But now every single action that I have, every game, I'm posting it on my social media now yeah. because people, all my my male followers, when they see me, they are not like, oh, he's a TikTok guy. They are like, oh, he's a footballer. He's a goalkeeper. Oh, that's a goalkeeper. Yeah. You know. Because they see my football content more than just me looking good on TikTok. <laughs> you keep saying you looking good. Yeah, it cracks because, me up, man. Because it's like Can't my <laughs> my seven seventy percent of following are girls, because they they like how I look, and thirty percent is my male followers Mine's who like myself. Opposite. Mine's an absolute opposite percentage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, let's go back to football. Right, so you you then moved to to Folkestone, uh, yeah. where you said that you now live. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously you, you played a few games for them you played for Dover and then before you moved to Maidenhead to be fair before that I did a TV show I don't know if you saw that what, what was yeah. the TV show? so I did a, TV, a dating TV show so basically that's um, when I was at Bristol um, Love, Love Island contacted me at the time yeah. and I think that, that Did you? I didn't do Love Island yeah, I was, I was not that. looking forward to do Love Island yeah. but they contacted me and um, at the time I had no um anyone who was doing medicine like my uh, my doctors yeah so i was like okay i'm gonna trust my bristol reverse doctor i was like look I, i'm not interested to do love island but the, my agent is like you should just do what they say and see what how it goes i was like, okay let's do it and then i said to my doctor yeah can you give them um, my information and everything two weeks later i came back in training everybody's talking about it oh he's going love island love island love island I was on middle of the season, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I had a conversation with the coach. I was like, I'm not interested to go in Love Island. They contacted me, but I'm focused on football, you know what I mean? But then nobody literally really hear what I was saying, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because the doctor literally it, yeah. snitched, and I felt that he snitched it to the high direction, you know? Yeah. And they're like, okay, then he's not a footballer no more, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then from that, obviously, I left Bristol Reverse, even though I had one year option. Yeah. But we went down as well this year. So like half of the team left. Yeah. But I feel that that could have been a good opportunity for me, obviously, in League Two to be at least number two yeah. and play games. 
But um, afterwards, I had another TV show contacted me. I was like, why would I not do it this time? Because I have no club. And um, it was in summer. So I was like, okay, I did it for like a month. And then when I came back, it's too late. Everybody have a fucking goalkeeper. Yeah. So I was like, damn. Yeah. If, so damn. It, obviously the timing aspect of that, uh, yeah. obviously, but to try and boost your profile. Or, yeah. Like, even, even like the Love Island thing, like you're saying that your agent approached you and you said to your doctor. Yeah. This is what I mean about football is changing. It's becoming more accepted. Yeah, now he's... But at the time, it at the time it, it's more difficult, especially for someone that would have been 19, 20 years yeah, old yeah. and they still think, well, once you make it, you're allowed to do that or yeah. you've earned it. But like when you're young trying to make it, they don't think that you should have those opportunities. Exactly. Yeah, and you should concentrate on football. Yeah. It's hard to, to get that mix. And, and then when I was working hard in the gym, they were like, oh, he's getting ready to go on Love Island. Yeah, of course. I was like, I've been working hard every single day in the gym. Yeah. Like, but they only take it at face value for the most recent thing. Which exactly. Was... But I feel they don't respect you until you you play every game. Yeah. Like, at least play one game. Like when I make some crazy save in training, is irrelevant unless yeah. you do in game. Yeah, unless you're established in a game. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's the only thing that matters. So with those moves to Folkestone and Dover. So I went to obviously Dover, they had no budget. Yep. And I was supposed to sign with them before to go on Love Earth on the TV show. Yep. Obviously I went there. So they had to sign someone on loan. Okay. So they had two goalkeepers. So I was just keeping my fitness going there every day for a whole year. And then I managed to play the last ten games because they sent the goalkeeper on loan back. And uh, that's um when I played 10 games and I really enjoy playing football, I played against, uh, literally, you remember the game? I don't, I think you was there. I don't know if you were there. Rexham versus Dover. Um, um, no, the I wasn't craziest there the game before. ever. Okay, 6-5. Yeah, six, I know, five. I, yeah, I remember the, yeah, I wasn't there. It was a year so before. I was, that was my first bench okay. game. And we were literally winning 5-2. Yep. And in the last 20, and we lost 6-5. Yeah, it's crazy, that. 11 goals. Exactly. And after that, obviously, the keeper made a little mistake at the at the last goal. And after that, I started every game. And I literally enjoyed I was making crazy saves because, obviously, my team was not the best. Yep. We had a lot of young players because no money. And um, from that on, I managed to sign for Maidenhead because yep. they, I played against them and made some great saves. Yeah. And um, I was same again, number two when I started because they had a goalkeeper from last season who did well and again and again again I managed to play 20 games yeah, even though I was number two yep. um, and then they offered me a new contract and then I just felt that the coach was not really giving me any confidence to play next season so I was like I'm just going to reject it and, and maybe try to find something that could suit me Yep. I really didn't find anything yeah, <laughs> even yeah. though I tried um, and then I managed to sign for working. Yeah. And obviously they had a very good goalkeeper. They have a very good goalkeeper right now who is already on, um, who is like number one. Yep. Played 100 games, around yep. 100 games in League One. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to learn from him and learn from my goalkeeper coach who played two, three, four hundred games in Himself, Premier League. Yeah. And and that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And keep improving every and, day. And just that's it. Yeah. That's all goalkeeping is about. Is yeah. is learning. And, and I'm a very positive guy as well. So even though I'm not playing, I will always be nice to the number one. Yeah. And if I'm playing, I'll be nice. I'll be exactly the same. Yeah. That's it. That's situation. good. That's the way goalkeepers should be. We should be consistent. Yeah. Uh, on and off the field. It was not the same. Some clubs sometimes when you are, when you become number one, the number one has totally changed from yeah. how he was before. Yeah. That, that, happens, that <laughs> happens with some people. Yeah. Right, Alex. Uh, I want to do our quiz now. Okay, uh, cool. Called Goalie or No Goalie.
Uh, I've got five international goalkeepers and five random names from around the world. Oh, so yeah? I need to find out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so wow. we keep score. I'm not very good at this. You'll be all right. You might recognise some of them. Some of them you, you should know. Some you might not know. So it's one point for each correct answer, okay? Okay. So you say goalie or no goalie. Okay. So number one, Emilius Zubas. That's a good name, though. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a goalkeeper. I'm going to say no goalie just because I don't know him. He is a goalkeeper. He is the Lithuania goalkeeper oh, at wow. Tel Aviv. Okay. Emilius Zubas. I know this name sounded like a goalkeeper. Yeah, it's a great name. That's a great, it's name. A great name. Right, number two, David Gandhi. No goalie? No goalie? No goalie? Nope. He is not a goalkeeper. Yes. He is uh, the world's oh, most famous model. Yeah, I know. He's a, he literally modeling my agency. Yeah. Select, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a big famous model. Yeah, he's guy. one of the most famous in the world. Right, number three, Mohamed Hedepour. Hedepour. No goalie. He is not a goalkeeper. He's uh, Mo Ali. Oh, yeah. Uh, we follow each other on Instagram. Yeah, so <laughs> can you I love this guy. Describe who Mo Ali is. Uh, he's a, and, uh, yeah, he's a content creator. Content creator yeah. in football. Very good content creator yeah, yeah, in yeah. football. Got millions of followers everywhere. Yeah. Uh, he started on football teams and stuff. Yeah. No, he's very good, man. Yeah. Content creator. Right. So, number four, Bryce Samba. Ah, my brother, goalkeeper. He is a goalkeeper. I love this goalkeeper. Amazing. He is the France on Lens goalkeeper. Yes, number three in France national team. Yeah, he played the other day. Yeah, he played. He yeah, actually two, two. started, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, good game. They won 12-0 before that, France. No, 14. 14 Yeah. Oh, my God. Crazy. Against Gibraltar. Yeah. Right, number five, Joel Maul. No goalie. He is a goalkeeper. Know. He is the Cyprus goalkeeper in Serviette. That is the most English There's... name to chuck into it. There's no way someone find us. Nah, I know why. That, I chucked that name in on purpose. I knew no one would think that was a goalie. Right, number six, Cuevas Marshall. No goalie. He is not a goalkeeper. He is an American rapper. Cuevas. Oh yeah, Cuevo. <laughs> His real name is Cuevas. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> uh, number seven, Gabriel Slonini. That's, Slonina. That's definitely a goalkeeper's name. Come on. Gabriel Slonina is USA and UPenn yes. goalkeeper in Belgium. Yes. Five now. Right. Number eight, Carl Benz. Carl Benz. I'm going to say no goalkeeper because <laughs> I've never heard about him. You're correct. It's actually uh, the inventor of Mercedes Benz. Oh, wow. <laughs> His name is Carl Benz. Okay. Benz. Okay. Yeah, he invented Mercedes. Right. Number nine, Percy Kianj Benny. Kianj Benny. I don't know. No goalkeeper. You say no goalkeeper? Yeah, because I don't know him. Is uh, PK Humble. Oh! <laughs> you don't know his real name. You've played with him. I, I, no, I call him PK. <laughs> you call him PK. You don't know him. Percy. Oh, Percy Perenov. Can you pr oh pronounce his surname for me? Kianj Benny? Kianj Benny. Oh, he, nev he never told me his surname. Yeah, fair. Percy. No, he's the a, he's a funniest guy I've never known in my life. Yeah. Like, he's so funny. Bro. Yeah. You've obviously played with him yeah. and that. You never knew his name was Percy. No, he never told me his name. Uh, obviously, Everybody's like, calling him P Piki. Piki, yeah, Piki yeah. Humble, isn't it? Yeah. Right. We'll talk about him after this. Right, okay, last cool. one. Uh, number 10, Davy Royard. Yeah, that's goalkeeper. Why? Because it has to be. That's a good name. Uh, he is a goalkeeper. Yes. He plays for Guadeloupe. Oh, yeah. I, I know. And I know Bordeaux this guy. B. Yeah, yeah. He's the number one in Guadeloupe, yeah. Yeah. Well played, mate. Nice. Eight out of ten. That's not too bad. Eight out of ten is very good. Let's good go. scoring, huh? Come on. 
I thought I threw in a few curveballs for you there, and you just battered them off. Let's go. Uh, right. Uh, in preseason, we actually. Uh, uh, when I first met you, it was at that TST tournament, and you were playing for oh, yeah. hashtag. I mean, not first met. We, we met oh, obviously before, we played. But yeah, 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 but obviously uh, got to speak to you then. Yeah. Uh, how was it playing for hashtag? Um, so obviously the tournament was a very great experience. So Spencer was on this show. Uh, okay. A long, long time ago, like one of my first guests, and I okay. said to him to speak to you because obviously the content side of what hashtag. Oh is, yeah, yeah. And I gave him your name like. A year ago. Oh wow! Because of your content stuff, that's crazy. and that's what hashtag do, don't they? They, yeah, they, they look do. for people that are yeah. involved in the content creator world. Yeah. So, but to be fair, I texted him as well on Instagram. Yeah. I was like, look, I want to make, a, I want to be involved in the YouTube world. Yeah. Could you maybe possibly give me some contact because I see that you're working with some YouTubers. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, maybe I will let you know. And then one day he just texted me saying, we're going in USA for a tournament. Would you like to come with hashtag? He gave me the date, my the date were matching my my free time. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And then I went there. It was very fun. I enjoyed my time there. Very good group of lads. Um, good organization. And um, <clears throat> and then from that, they texted me obviously a lot. They wanted me to sign for hashtag. Yeah. Um, I remember at that tournament, uh, our Wrexham uh, changing rooms was opposite. Oh, hashtag that was room. funny, isn't it? And uh, so it was like. Uh, two porter cabins and one day the music was blaring in your camp i think you'd just played a game beat somebody <laughs> and all of a sudden all we hear is like the windows smash oh yeah someone smashed the window i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we was all like no this is this They're not going crazy yeah, yeah. Mad. <laughs> uh, but we, i think we did a bit too much actually they did too much even we walk in the pitch with the music and everything i was like we need to focus you know what i mean yeah. but they were like no that's how identity we want to be like this and then obviously we lost but yeah, but afterwards, um, when I had no club, they were like, "Do you do you need a club? Do you want to sign for us?" I was like, "I was like, I'm not really looking to sign in this low level because I had some teams from this league already texting me. I was like, I don't want to settle for this. Even like some players that I played with last season, yeah. who signed for them, they were like, "Look, you're not gonna play any games if you're not coming this to our level. Yeah. You should come." I was, but I know my worth and my head. I wanted National League minimum or like top National League safe so I can play every game overseas. Yeah. It's, pretty, it's all right. Yeah, it's good standard, yeah. Yeah, but I couldn't go down this level. I prefer to not play for anyone, waiting for someone, go injured, red card, yep. who need a goalkeeper, and then I will jump there. And then obviously, they really need their keeper because their keeper got injured. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it for like two, three games. Yeah, because you actually did play two or three games yeah. in, in pre, like, yeah. the start of the season, didn't you? Yeah. Was and it tempting because obviously the help that you could get with the content? No, no, no. I, make my, I have my own cloud. Yeah. So even though their YouTube channel is doing so well, every video I, I, I watch there and they, they have a very strong base. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm interested to go as high as I can as a footballer. And my social media is really, really my second thing in my life football is my main thing since i was young and social media obviously is my biggest income and cloud and everything but football is my number one so i will never go for football uh, i will never go um to a football team because they pay me some crazy amount of money if the level is not matching my yeah. expectation you know what i mean yeah so obviously i told them yeah i'm gonna do a play for you because you need a goalkeeper but then afterwards obviously i'm not gonna stay full time yeah and to be fair i enjoy playing because i didn't play for like two months Give me some confidence, and then I went to working with those games in yep. my head, so I was feeling good. Yeah, right. Uh, on the social media stuff, then uh, <laughs> let's get into it a little bit more. Like I said, yeah. Right? 
when people approach you, what what do you do for a job? Are you a model, footballer, influencer? I say it's just three things. I yeah. say I'm a professional football player, content creator, and model. Yeah. In which order do you think? It's exactly this one. Yeah. That's what, what I said. Yeah. So obviously, like you said a little bit about the finances side. Oh, yeah. In which order do you get paid the most? Oh, content creator. Yeah. It's fucking un unbelievable. Yeah. There's so much money in content creating, and I think everybody should try it. Give it a go. Why not? Yeah. And it's so easy as well. I mean, I say it's easy now where I am now. Obviously, it's hard. To start from nothing. Yeah. You need to dedicate yourself on it, really be consistent yeah. with it. And then it will pay off because when I started, I was like, maybe one day this thing is going to be give me money. But then I was enjoying it at the same time. And now, obviously, it actually does. So you have to be positive about it. Yep. So when you're creating content, then, what are you looking for? Are you trying to make something go viral? Yeah. Or are you just creating <clears throat> content that you enjoy making? No, my goal is to go viral. So if, even if you don't like the way that some videos come across? No, no, no. I cannot put something I don't like. Okay. So I have to enjoy my video. Yep. If I don't like it, I will maybe delete it. Yep. Um, but you're trying to find that one video because one of your videos did uh, 15, uh, like 15 million views on TikTok, isn't it? Or, uh, no, it might have been more. On Instagram? Uh, might have been. Oh, what? in TikTok, I did 60 million yeah, one day. Yeah, that was it. I think I might have seen one of them just went million. mad. Yeah. And some of them don't do as well. Does yeah. it, do you get frustrated for no, no, some no. of them that don't go my, as well? Most of my video that doesn't do well is collaboration. Okay. So basically they pay me for to use a song. Uh, but right. you don't really, people who are not in the social media world, yep. let's say, they don't know it. Yep. So they just think it's my video that didn't do well. But yep. I just did what someone told me to do to obviously get paid from it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't mind if they don't do well because I'm getting paid. You're already it. getting paid. So yeah. you're getting paid. When you say you're getting paid, you mean sponsorships. They're, they're asking you to do a video or wear a certain item of clothing yeah. and to create content yeah, that on they this. want. Yeah. But put it on your social media exactly. channel. So they're not going to do well, I know yeah. already. But then afterwards, I'm trying to obviously get back with something good after this video yes. to get some my view up. Because if someone wants to obviously get an advertisement from me, they want to see my view doing well. Yeah, so course. I cannot just keep my work video and then not they're not going to do well. And then they're going to see like, oh, it's not going to doing views like yeah. useless to work with him. Yeah, of course. So obviously, like you're saying, it is so important to get the views and stuff. You blew up, obviously, some of your, your like we're saying, TikTok, you've got 4.6 million yeah. followers. That doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of work. Yeah. But are you are you constantly working on like the algorithm sort of style? Like you said, you want to get into YouTube more now. Oh, yeah. Are you, you're constantly learning different ways, but are you are you following the trends or are you trying to make your own content? And I'm doing YouTube trends, but then I'm very versatile. I can do anything, any type of content on TikTok. That's yeah. why I like TikTok because you can blow up with any type of content. Yeah. On Instagram, literally, it's like one thing. Like, literally, your look, how good you look on Instagram, yeah. that's how you're going to get views. On TikTok, you can talk about football, food, any type of video is going to work. Yeah. So, as long as it's a creative video and a good quality video, you can get numbers. Yeah. But uh, realistically, now that I have 4.6 million, I'm chilling now. Okay. So, I'm not active every day. Yeah, I used yeah. to be posting every day, like, multiple times a day. Yeah. And my only goal was to blow up every single day. Yeah. Obviously, I think... I should have this mindset again now, but obviously I don't have it no more. I'm, I'm just having a bit of rest because I'm not a full-time content creator. You know, I'm a footballer. So, but are you having a bit of a rest time now to concentrate on working? Now? No, it's just... Or just in general, that's yeah. where you feel like you are. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 
And where do you think you you will go on social media? And obviously, I think I need to start YouTube. Yeah, that would be because when you have a big following on YouTube, you have a pretty massive fan base that's bigger than every other social media in the world. So if I can manage to be good at this, yeah, obviously, you can be set for yeah. life. So and I I can bring my followers from TikTok on YouTube. Yeah. But you just have to find the time. As a full-time footballer, it's, it's, it's very hard. Because yeah. you're tired. You're training in the morning. You're going to gym. You're, it's like already 2, 3 o'clock. How do you want to do YouTube content? Yeah. And we are footballers as well. So that yeah. means you have to use your body. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. not easy. Uh, so only, only one last thing on that is that the goal for the social media stuff is, is providing you with a really good income. Oh, yeah. And uh, that is your main... Focus reason now. for doing it now yeah you, you enjoy doing it but the, the the main reason is you need money to live and yeah. if that's going to give you a good income and a good way of life why yeah. not before it was more because i enjoy it now it's just for money now yeah literally yeah I, I don't i don't enjoy it as much now maybe because i did it for like so long already three years yeah so yeah that's <laughs> only natural though yeah but um yeah it is what it is now obviously instagram is uh, now i start to enjoy instagram because the reels are pretty easy to get views and followers yeah so i'm starting to jump on this as well yeah. but there is no to be fair instagram could be a big income because you have a, as well a strong fan base on instagram it's yep. like youtube yep but yeah. in instagram for you would be more about sponsorships yeah closing brands yeah like protein yeah stuff like all this. these sort of like yeah but then that's natural the, the more following that you have the more people want to get involved with you anyway yeah so it's, it's a People will criticize for saying that you do too much work on it, but it provides a really good income yeah. for your for, for your life. Yeah, and modeling as well. If I was not playing football full time, I was doing I would be doing modeling More, a lot yeah. because it's good income as well. Yeah, but there is many footballers who switch from mo footballer to model because of the money. Yeah, but football is my main thing, so I'm not going to switch that. Right, let's go back to football then. Right, so uh, let's talk about the gloves that you now wear. Yeah. So tell me about how you. So you're wearing ABs now. Yeah. Tell so, me about how this came about. Same thing again. It's like me trying my best to find a sponsor. I literally, I'm not going to name which brand I texted. I didn't have really some good reply from them. But I managed to text Asmir Begovic yeah. on Instagram. And he was down for it straight away to be a very good guy. Yeah. Um, and I test his glove for like two, two weeks, three weeks. And I was like, yeah, I like them. Yeah. Let's do it. And then from that on now, I'm playing with them and I really enjoy them. Yeah. They're good gloves as well. Obviously, I've tried a pair, a couple of pairs in yeah. training and that because he gave them to me when he came on the show. Okay. Uh, obviously, he's growing his glove brand out. Yeah. What is it you love about his gloves? Um, I can catch the ball like this. <laughs> yeah. You've I got, literally flew it on the they're floor. They're quite big as well, these yeah, ones. Yeah, that's aren't size they? 10. It's yeah. a bit big for me, but size I think 10, it's, yeah. yeah. So I throw the ball on the floor and I catch, I can catch it like yeah. this. And I cannot do that with many gloves. Do, do you like to try different types of gloves? Obviously, these are a negative cut you've got, yeah. the fingers. Do you like... Did you, did you try other cuts? Uh, like no, I usually try only this one right now because that's the only one he got available. Yep. So now I adapt myself with it. Yep. To be fair, usually I like tights. Tight ones, yeah. So yeah. Like, uh, like one glove, they have tights. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, Nike, they have tight. Adidas, yep. they have Adidas, tight. Yeah, yeah. So you like the slip-on ones without the straps and the slide-on ones? On Nike? Or any of them? Is that yeah, no, I don't really prefer? mind. I don't really mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is yeah that's pretty much a yeah but obviously now you've got all sport, sport are good but they are too expensive well. yeah so expensive uh do you 
Oh, obviously now Asmi is looking after you a bit, but before that, was you looking after your gloves? You, no, you, I had a sponsor as well. Oh, you had a I sponsor had, But I had well. a French one. So oh, okay. RG. Yeah. To be fair, it's not a French one. RG gloves. I don't know if you know. Yeah, I've it. heard of them. Yeah, so, but my sponsor was from France. Okay. So they had to send it to my dad in France. Yeah. And my dad had to send, me, send it to me in UK. And I was playing game every weekend, week out. I'm like, I need my gloves now. Yeah. So it didn't work. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm done now. Even though the grip is good, like, yeah. it's not working out. Oh, all right, fair enough. Uh, right, do you have uh, any superstitions? Superstition, let me think. Mm. Oh, let's say it is one, to be fair, even though it's not ready. Uh, I just always have my drink on my right side of my on goal. goal. Yeah, it has to go that side. I don't know why. It's yeah. just one thing that I did now. Yeah, and it always has to go there now. And then up as well. Up, standing yeah. up. Has yeah. to stand up as well. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it, to be fair. And right. you? Uh, I, mine are all like uh, old school habits. So, uh, oh, so left glove yeah, left glove on, right, right glove on, and yeah. then uh, when before the game starts, I'll, I'll walk across my goal. You know, like I oh, always, okay. I always measure my goal every goal. Is it? Yeah, like it's it's where I'm gonna work, so I want it to be right. So then, but I'll walk across and I'll talk to myself. But the only one I do is that's weird is uh, before the game I'll have a sip of water and then spit it out you know like uh, like the wrestler Triple H in the beach yeah yeah okay. I don't know why it's just oh, fair enough. Uh, I have no idea I think yeah, I same. must have saw someone do it years ago I okay. know Carl Walker does it now but yeah weird yeah. just fair enough yeah uh, what about um, your training structure for uh, the gym do you like doing uh, goalkeeping gym sessions because obviously it's, it's a bit more specific we do a lot more loading stuff yeah uh, and the training sessions is a lot more power based do you find that you do a lot of stuff? You're quite naturally, you've got a good spring, like athletic, you said. Yeah. And Very athletic. So you, do you work on a lot more stuff or do you find it's, it's so a bit mean, more natural? So you mean in the gym? In or the in, gym. Um, so you do like, yeah, you, you work, I, I work on my legs a little bit uh, to do the power. Yeah. Um, but then mostly it was like natural. I'm very athletic since I'm very young. Yep. So yeah, I got it naturally. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just enjoy my goalkeeping session as well. Yeah. So yeah. What do you love about goalkeeper training? Um, handling, catching yeah. the ball. I really like that. Um, what do you think is the most important thing for you to work on in training? In training? So when I, when I first started at walking was my fitness because I didn't play for a long time. Yep. Now, I'm, now I'm fit. I'm in my good Kiji. Yeah, Kiji. Yep. Um, so now it's just focusing on handling. Yep. And then obviously now I sort out my handling, right? So now it's my kicking. Yep. So... Just doing some extra kicking. Yep. Um, to be fair, I did some extra kicking on Friday, stupidly because now I hurt my quad <laughs> on Saturday in the warm up. Yeah. So then now I still have pain in my quad and I had to play with it. Oh, okay. So it's so sometimes you have to manage your body and not doing overdoing it. And I'm still learning from that even now. Yeah. Even though I know it. Uh, see, when you you've gone from not playing a long time and then to playing. It's hard to, to, to read the game. And these things that in training you can't do, like can, crossing and through balls, it's not the same in training. Have you found that picking up the, the pace of the game is uh, concentration is... Luckily, no. Saturday I was like I was playing every week. Yeah. I don't know why. It, I was just in a mindset. I was so like confident on, about myself. Yep. And even my goalkeeper coach literally told me when we rewatch the game that usually when you haven't played for two months, you need to adapt yourself in the when you come out... Yep. To catch it and everything, but I didn't have any problem this game. Um, Tuesday, now it came up that obviously I didn't. I should go to punch. I may. I think about it. You know yeah. what I mean. 
So now, obviously, this game was a bit more thinking, yeah. adjusting myself. Yeah. But um, I think when you start to play, obviously, it's going to be Yeah, more fine. and more. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Right, and then uh, one last question before we finish. Uh, is uh, what do, do you know what the goalkeeper's union is? Yeah, of course. Yeah, what does it mean to you? Being like solidarity with the goalkeepers, yeah. always, always like that. Before game, say good luck, hi, everything. After games, being nice to each other. Um, obviously, I've been following goalkeepers, even though I don't know them, just to see how they're doing. Yeah. And obviously, like being friendly together. Yeah. And obviously, have her back all the time. Yeah. Like <laughs> my friend, uh, literally Will, who is a goalkeeper with me this season in walking. Yeah, Will Yaskalainen. Yeah, him. exactly. So when we're watching, sometimes we put the big screen highlights of some YouTube games in the dinner room. Yeah. All the teammates that are against the goalkeeper. Oh, he should have catch it. And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and we don't even know the goalkeeper, but just because he's a goalkeeper, he got his back. Yep. So that's goalkeeper. That is exactly what it is. Yeah. Right. Right, uh, massive thank you for coming on, Alexis. Yes, I really enjoyed this episode. Me. Hope Good. you have too, mate. Yeah. yeah. It's been nice to talk goalkeeping with you, uh, even though uh, that bloody maidenhead game last year, yeah. but it is what it is, mate. For me, that was lovely. That's good. <laughs> uh, I wish you all the best, uh, obviously too. with Woking uh, and obviously the, the content creation stuff. Thank uh, you. It's good to see you keep growing, mate. Thank you, sir. You too. Good luck. Thank you very much. What an episode this has been. This has been the Yours Mine Away podcast with me, Mark Howard. Uh, Massive shout out to my two sponsors, Forged Irish Stout and Mito Red Light. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Bye. What a save from Mark Howard. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.